You're now listening to Churchy Life with Church Funny. Every week, we're bringing you fun conversations with real Christians from every walk of life. Make sure you visit churchylife.com for more. Welcome to Churchy Life, the podcast with Church Funny. This is your host, Damon Collins, the creator of Church Funny. I want to thank you for checking out this episode. Once again, we have a guest. This is a good friend of mine. This is my brother. He is an elder, a preacher, a speaker, one who I enjoy. He's the man of God with the plan of God. This is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is Bill Goff. <laughs> Bill, say what's up to the people, please. Hello, people. How, how are you, you doing this uh, fine day, evening, whenever you're consuming this podcast? Nice. Happy with you. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> Bill's also... Um, did I mention an audio engineer? Awesome audio engineer. That's a different level than the sound man at church. So there's the sound man at church no. who's a deacon who just, you know, pastor <laughs> bought a soundboard and made him figure it out. Bill is the audio engineer um, on many levels, um, installing the sound, the whole sound system, figuring out what equipment to use, all the all the good stuff that deacons can't figure out by themselves. No, I am the head engineer of creating feedback. Okay. That will cause all the saints to turn around and look. Yeah. Nice. See what's happening in the Ooh, service. No, I, I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, man, thanks for to, having me. Yeah, no, of course, man. It's good to talk to you. It's good to see you. Well, I think you grew up in church um, like I did, or I'm not really sure. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. Um, so let everybody know, like, your kind of uh, church background. Did you grow up in church? Give a shout out to like your home church and all that stuff. So I am a PK. Um, oh. My grandmother was a bishop. She came from Canada. She started about 47 different churches between uh, across America and Canada somewhere. Yeah. Crazy. Wait, are you making yeah, this up? Or what is going on? No, I'm serious. That's <laughs> no, crazy. No, I'm serious. Yeah. So my grandmother was a bishop and she started churches and a couple of them are still going to this day. And... My dad was assistant pastor for a while, and my mom, she preaches. Yeah, I got to, been in church a while, long time. Yeah, yeah. I've been running this race a long time. I've been running, trying to make 100. Well, you've been running from preaching, because you only started not that long ago, as far as I know. Very true. Yeah, so that's what you've really been running from. And then when you started teaching, I'm like, man, this dude is, is really good. Like this, I'm enjoying his teaching. So, yeah, that's, I'm glad you finally, you know, stopped playing. Yeah, you know, you listen to YouTube and just say the same thing. That just put be. some music behind it and it works. <laughs> as long as you got the right chords behind you, everything's going to be all right. Yeah, first time you heard me preach, you were like, wow, you didn't preach long, and I had music playing the entire time. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> That's a little tip for the uh, up-and-coming preachers. Have some music playing behind you. And you know what? It Sounds probably like creates an illusion that this is about to wrap up real soon. You think, like, it seems exactly like... exactly what it does. Is that what it is? <laughs> it seems like yeah. he's he just about wrapping up his point. And, yeah, you're just getting started. That's yeah. cool. That's what's up. Yeah. So I've been in church for a minute and yeah. didn't really go outside of church. I mean, you know, did normal high school stuff, you know. Teenage stuff, early young adult stuff, but never really was out there wilding out or anything like that. So yeah, okay, that's a blessing. I mean, most PKs will go and wild out a little bit. Um, yeah, and they'll come back later. Not, not that like that. Nah, that's cool. I didn't do yeah. well. I'm not a PK, but I didn't 
I didn't really have like a whole wild out phase either, you know. I just yeah, maintained it holiness. It looked fun to be out there drunk or high all the time, and it just didn't look fun. I just wanted to be holy and right. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to take communion every first Sunday. I hate it when they had to pass me. Okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we not, <laughs> not going to do this. <laughs> oh... So what church are you at now? Because I know, well, I know what church you're at now, but let everybody know what church you're at now, what church you're serving at. I'm at City Hope International Church, uh, where my pastor is the Dr. Terrell, Dr. Bishop Terrell Fletcher. Is he a doctor too now? Yeah, he got his uh, PhD something. Man, everybody gets so many titles, man. I just... They do. You can't keep up. Yeah, I I don't... You know, Bishop, Dr., Pastor... Whatever they want to be called, I'm going to call them. But I know their bills come in their first name, just like mine did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, same as everybody. No, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's. Yeah. A, um, I just talked to your friend Lou, um, who was hilarious. Um, I heard he's back over there helping out, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah back with uh, my brother, uh, Colin Reed. So, yeah, we're at City Hope International Church, trying to make some noise, trying to be uh, – um, trying to impact – our community, and not just be another church, having church, but really try to make a difference in the lives of the people that we're called to serve. Right. You know what? It's funny because you guys had an interesting um, transition, right? Because you started out as like a non-denominational church. Because I remember coming when you guys were at the hotel, then when you're at um, like the business center and Mission Gorge and stuff like that. And then you moved mm-hmm. over and kind of merged in back into the roots of the Church of God in Christ. So what, what's that transition been like in that merge and that mix kind of? How's that work? Uh, it was pretty difficult, I'm not going to lie. I think yeah. it was a serious transition in the sense of we didn't really know what we were walking into, and right. they didn't know what was coming to them. So we came in and just trying to bridge the gap between what was and what is coming right. at the same time. That makes sense. So, you know, they had a way that they were used to doing things. And when we came over, um, some of a lot of our immaturity showed up. Okay. How immature we really were in the sense of that, at least for me, I can only speak for me. My immaturity showed up. It was like, hey, I know what we're trying to do, right. and that is not it. Have you tried Jesus? We've already tried him. You know, he's <laughs> better than just all right. We're not seeing that anymore. And so coming <laughs> right. in and just kind of like literally um, using it more. Coming from the mindset of a, it's a corporate takeover, yeah, and not re- not realizing that these are people that have given not only decades of their life to this church, but right. their blood, their sweat, their tears. They had a real vested interest in it, yeah. And, and I think sometimes being a little bit younger, we feel like we know everything, and we're not willing to find out why the fence was put up before we tear it down. That makes sense. And, yeah, and and so my immaturity showed up in that way and it took a while for people to get to the place where at least they would follow my leadership and trust it. Right. And I think had I handled it, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty. I think had I handled yeah. it a little bit differently, um, some people wouldn't have had a bad reaction to us showing up. Right. And coming in to kind of take the torch and move the, the ministry forward. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, it probably makes sense is that you know, starting from it being like a non-denominational church, it was a very young, not just as far as like, you know, the ministry just starting, but then 
the the people that were there were younger. Um, they were less seasoned, right? And so the people you were ministering to were in a different place in their life than the people that you brought that you came over to join with, right? So yeah, I could see that being a lot of disparity um, in that in that where they're like, you know, we're already way past whatever y'all are trying to do, and y'all like oh, we oh, trying absolutely. to bring y'all into you know. So yeah, I can definitely see that would be yeah. definitely a tough transition. Yeah, I wasn't even, I was just barely 30 and some change. So, okay. you know, I'm coming and telling people that are, you know, 50, 60, hey, we're not doing that anymore. Like, this is how <laughs> we're going to do it going forward. Right. Like, hey, that that's not happening. Like, I know you're used to hearing the organ. We're turning the organ down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that whole thing. You know, we're turning the lights down because, you know, we've got some visuals that we want to add to the stage, that, right. that piece. and. It was a major transition. I think that that, on top of our pastor kind of going through a personal transition himself, mm-hmm. just it was you know, it, nothing that we went through was a surprise to God. All right, it was just oh, yeah. a surprise to us. Yeah, it was a surprise to us and how we were going to react and grow from it. And I think that we're better as a church for it. You yeah. know, individually people are better. And yeah. It's, if I had to do it all over again, I definitely would take my time, though. Right, yeah. Take my time and, and, and develop relationships and and educate and teach more as we transition. Yeah, that's First, cool. It's just, you know, hey, wiping the slate, going. Right. No, it seems like it's, it's been going well. It's been a while now, so I know it's, you guys have gotten into a better groove, so that's it's cool to see. Well, being that you grew up in church... Um, and now you're, you know, you've been in the middle of transition like we just talked about. I know that you've seen a myriad of things, um, including all the crazy stuff that you could possibly see, um, either growing up or recently. So I know you have some kind of funny, weird, interesting church story to share with us. Yeah, so uh, I'll make it about me because I don't mind laughing at myself. Okay, that's fine. So there, I've got a couple. So there was one Sunday I got up. And I was closing service out, and they told me, hey, you know, one of the members passed away, so, you know, make sure the church prays for him. So this is like an 8 o'clock service, which is normally low energy anyway. Oh, wow. You know, they're kind of just kind of there. So I'm closing service out, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, brother such and such passed away, so just keep him in prayer. And I'm looking at the people, and I'm like, smile. <laughs> the <service>. Smile? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> brother, such and so died. What y'all, y'all just why y'all looking so dead? He, do uh, you know what? Lord, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry man. for saying that, Lord. <laughs> you. Oh man, and I, dude, I had no clue. I didn't even realize. I was like, "What's wrong with the people?" So when I got off the platform, I'm walking, and uh, the worship leader, Lisa, she's all, "Bill, why did you <laughs> do that?" <laughs> I was like, everybody was looking all sad and everything. She said, you just said somebody died. I was like, oh, my bad. My oh, bad. I wow. completely missed it. Um, oh, yeah, so that was, yeah, bad. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and I was telling the story. I had no filter when I first started preaching. Okay. Like, consistently. And so our bass player at the time didn't have a front tooth. I couldn't figure out why he wouldn't go get it fixed. Like, he came to church one Sunday. I was like, hi. Your tooth is missing, dude. <laughs> you I know wait, you had just insurance. told him that? Hey. No, 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 no. I'm thinking okay. this <laughs> okay. I was in my mind. I'm thinking okay. this in my mind. But I did end up talking about his tooth at some point. But not necessarily his. Oh, Lord. So 
he had insurance to get his tooth fixed. He just did not go to get it done. I don't know what's happening. So I was given an illustration about this lady at another church I'd worked at in Texas. And this lady had like four teeth in her mouth. And she was trying to give me this advice on how to cook something and how much sugar to use. Wait, you mean four teeth total? Yeah, four. Four total. Four. Yeah, she had four teeth in her mouth. Okay. She was eating. Yeah. I think her diet consisted of smoothies and like cornbread. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So she's giving me this advice on this recipe. So I'm telling this story while I'm preaching about, yeah, I'm not listening to somebody that got a bunch of missing teeth in their mouth. And he's sitting on the front row. I just look over, and then he just tucks his lips in. Because at oh, first he was no. laughing and smiling. <laughs> oh, man. How come the next week this ninja had a tooth? Oh, wow. He went and got one installed. He got one installed. I said, see, it helps somebody. But when <laughs> I came off the platform... Yeah, when I came off the platform, though, definitely the band let me have it. They were like, dude, why are you talking about that man's teeth like that? I was like, I wasn't talking about him. I'm talking about this other lady. But, you know. Lord, that's, I guess I, I'm yeah. glad you smoothed out a little bit at this point. Um, I did. I did. I think it the takes last, practice. It does. It takes practice. And, yeah. and you know, yeah, I've gotten much better. Cool. I think. At least they, they tell me I have. They, they don't act like I don't have the Holy Ghost anymore when I speak, so. <laughs> it's working out all right that's funny dude one of the guys i talked to he was talking about one of his no he was talking about he had taken over for like as praise and worship leader at this church or like minister of music or something um and somebody one of his friends like after a while was telling him hey man you know i just want to encourage you you're doing a good job man it's, it's been you know going really great he's like really man because i didn't know he's like, hey man can i be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that is the best. <laughs> man, it's been terrible. Is, yeah. Like, oh, yeah can I be honest with you? Get no lie to me. Yeah. Keep lying to me. Uh, for real, like, hey, just keep up this positivity because it's been terrible. Yeah. It just hurt real bad right now. Hey, man, they, I don't think people have a clue how hard it is sometimes, like, just getting up there to do anything in church. Right, yeah. Like, on the platform. And I think we... we People often take it for granted until you put them in a position, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, that's not as easy as it looks." Yeah, yeah, like, not at all. Nah, hey, get, get, cut me some slack, please. Right, for real. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. What else was crazy? Oh, we were at Lincoln one Sunday, and we we had this thing called Tweet and Greet. This is Lincoln High School. And, oh, right. When we, when the church was at yeah, Lincoln High School. School. Yeah, yeah, we were at, yeah we were having service at Lincoln High School for a little while. We had Tweet and Greet, and I didn't know that. The pastor was behind me taking a picture, and then I find myself on Instagram. Oh, yeah. On a meme. On said, a meme, yeah, exactly. The... <laughs> Did I end up on a meme? Yeah, and that's... Like, Look, I, I'm I pretty sure the... one of your praise team members or leaders or something just got a hold of the picture and put it on Instagram. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I can't personally I said... be responsible, but somebody... <laughs> somebody. Somebody. I said, how did I make it on there? Yeah, that's what's up. We need yeah. to repost that meme because that was funny. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely funny. I had no clue what was happening. Um, <laughs> but I think the craziest thing that happened to me in service was I was preaching one Sunday, and how Lincoln was, they had the stadium seating. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like you know, it wasn't a lot of you know, it's a couple hundred people in there, or whatever. And I give the altar call, and this is probably a message where um, I was like, I expected people to come to the altar. Mm -hmm. it was just one you 
no, you can kind of feel it. And I gave the, the okay for, you know, people to start coming forward for prayer. And I see this lady get up in the middle of the, you know, kind of the middle of the auditorium. And I see her get up and she starts walking and I'm watching her, you know, while I'm still talking, kind of conducting the altar call. And I see her walk down the stairs. I see her pass the usher. I see somebody grab for her. I see her come out of her jacket. She's still coming towards the platform. What? Um, And the way the altar call was, like, we had this open space, so they're supposed to stop at the open space and somebody will pray with them. She passed the open space. She's walking down. She comes down the stairs, walks through the little orchestra pit where there's some additional seating. She walks past my wife, who I said, how come you didn't trip the lady? She walks up on the platform where I'm at, comes up, to try to get prayer, whoever the fake armor bearer is, he's walking over. <laughs> By the time she gets to me, he's like right there. And I'm like, bruh, did you see her? Where were so you the whole come, time? I'm on the platform. No, like, not the you, but the this stage. armor bearer. Oh, the Where armor bearer. Dude, I guess because I wasn't the, the main pastor, <laughs> you know, my life didn't mean anything. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming for Bill. Just let her, let her yeah. go. Yeah, so she comes up. And, you know, I was like, oh, you know, she just really wanted prayer. But, man, I was so, I was kind of nervous, but I was like, she's not going to do nothing. Her hands are open. And then, of course, the armor bear's like, why did you pray for her? Like, she could have had a knife. I was like, you couldn't have seen a knife because she was in front of me by the time you got here. Right. You were <laughs> back eating chips. And then she, she the right up on me. Oh, man. She runs up on me. And your face, because you were singing that Sunday. And there was somebody standing next to you. I went back and watched the video. Uh-huh. Your guys' face was hilarious. <laughs> like, what is she doing? Oh, yeah, but you, I'm sure. You were singing that Sunday. You were there. It was you and, uh, and one of the other ladies. You guys were standing there. And just, I went back to watch the clip like a bunch of times just to see your face. That's funny. Like, that sounds was, familiar. Yeah. It was so funny. She came up on the platform and was like, yeah, you're going to pray for me. Wow. I was like, oh. Praise yeah, God. of course, her friends let her. Yeah, pretty interesting. So, yeah, that was, <laughs> uh, yeah, no knives or anything pulled on me in church. So Praise God. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, so before we get to our next segment, we want to give a quick shout out to our podcast sponsor, and that's churchydate.com. Churchy Date is the best new Christian dating site where the goal is to connect single Christians through faith, laughter, and love. It's got all the features you'd want on a dating site. Plus some really fun and churchy questions to make sure there's no unequal yokes, a man being formed. <laughs> so while other dating sites cost around 30 bucks a month, Churchy Dates premium membership is only $5 a month. And they've even got super discounted six-month and yearly plans. Register and create your profile for free on churchydate.com and use the promo code CHURCHYLIFE to try a premium membership out completely free for one month. Go ahead, browse for your sanctified boo at churchydate.com. All right, we're going to get to the next segment called The Holy Hot Seat. The Holy Hot Seat is where we hit you with some random rapid-fire questions just to test your levels of holiness, amen, and sanctification to see how, you know, how much you really love the Lord in real life. Okay. Ready for that? Uh, yeah, I okay. think so. All right, all right, here we go. Um, what was the best part and the worst part of growing up in church? Best part. The best part is just the friendships that you develop. Yeah, yeah. I developed a lot of friends that I'm still great friends with to this day and been able to watch them grow up and change and evolve and become better human beings. The worst part 
of church is all of the crazy preferences that people parade as purpose. Okay. Yeah. So okay. that that's probably the worst part. You can expound and, and on that I, a little bit. Expound on uh, expound on that for just a brief minute. Uh, you telling me that I have to wear a suit and tie to do communion? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's your preference. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, you know, th- those kind of things. So uh, that that probably is the worst thing that I've seen in church. Yeah. Yeah. For me, you... not, well, it's one of the worst things. Just that, you know, someone's preference being made like it was a purpose or it's Bible when it's just your preference. Right. Exactly. And I know that's why a lot of you get, um, denomin- well, denominations in general and then denominational mm-hmm. splits and then uh, mm-hmm. non-denominational churches which somehow become mm-hmm. denominations once they add more churches to the non-denomination. It's weird. But yeah, that's, <laughs> that's basically what yeah. happens. Um, yeah. yeah. And you, you know, we grow out of that stuff and you know, some of that stuff works for a season. It's almost like the um, the laws that God gave the children of Israel, like these guidelines to kind of <laughs> keep them in line for a while because like, they needed something. Even though they yeah. were never going to be able to live up to all of the stuff <laughs> that right. was in the law. You know, some kind of guidelines. So people need some of that stuff for a season. And then most of the time you're like, this is ridiculous. And you you get past it. Cool. Praise God. Uh, Besides the Bible, name one of your favorite books. Uh, uh, John Maxwell's 21 Laws, or 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. That is the second time I've heard that answer. A pastor friend of mine in San Bernardino said the exact same book. That's interesting. It's an amazing book. It I recommend everyone read it. It'll give you very, it gives you insight on not just your life, but even the organizations and churches you're a part of. Okay. Can't figure out why your church isn't grown. Some of those laws are being skipped. Interesting. I'm going to check. I'm definitely going to check that out now. I was going to check it out after he told me about it. I'm like, yeah, because I'm building a company. And so I definitely can use the same kinds of things. Um, I'm sure those principles are universal. Um, They are. So yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. I went and Simon Sinek, starting with why. If you haven't read that, that's a great one for anybody starting a company. Okay. Yeah, starting with why. Cool. It's another good one, Simon Sinek. That sounds good. I'm gonna check that out. What's your favorite non-churchy pastime? Eating. Eating. Okay. <laughs> I love to eat. Um, I've recently lost a lot of weight. Um, but I still love to eat. So I have to discipline my flesh. Okay. But I love to eat tacos, wings. Oh, tacos. Yeah, we, we're tacos and wings, man. I miss the that, taco shop. You should. Yeah. You should. I, I think I might head over there after uh, we get done. Don't do this. Don't do that to me. <laughs> over to the taco shop. Oh, I could man. send you some. I had a friend send me some taco shop when I lived in uh, Texas. He overnighted it and, you know, didn't put any of the... Uh, Wet ingredients on there. Right, right. Put those separately, and then okay. we heated it up in the oven. It was great. Okay. House, but there's a ta- there's a taco shop out there by you. No, it no, isn't. I'm, no, I'm serious. There's a taco shop. Ask Keith. There's a. T- he told me about the place. Look at the look there, on my face. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm telling you, there a was good somebody. Taco shop? Somebody from here went out there and opened like a taco shop. I yeah, think it's, it's like, like San in, Diego. I think it's called like. Something about San Diego or L.A. or something. But I, I probably haven't had it yet, so I'll check it out. I'll look into it. See? So you know what? So now we're going to ask the ever-popular, what's your favorite after-church spot to eat at? Man, after-church spot to eat at? 
Popeyes because the sandwich. I'm joking. No, no, it's not. <laughs> so it's not. There's this place called Little Piggies uh, in Coronado out here, and it is a barbecue place in Coronado. So the food is pretty decent. No, it's that place it, is whack. How dare that, you? Little Piggies is that whack. That food is no. Man, the Memphis nachos are good. Okay, I did get the Memphis nachos. Those are okay. But dude, you have Coops. You're at <laughs> you're not that far from Coops. How would you go all the way to Coronado for a little bit? Is it for the view? There's a nice it's view, the view in Coronado. Okay, that's that, fine. It's the view. That's fair. It's the view. That's fair. That's how I, and I, I go I you know what's crazy? I've never been to Coops. But I've had Coops. I, I have had oh, Coops. Dude, my, I've had it. I, yeah, I know your heart my heart. to stop <laughs> it. Right it, it did. Yeah. Like, I was like, wait a minute. No, oh, we did okay. a, yeah, we had a church picnic and we, we had them cater it. So I've, I've had, but I've never been there. There's a, another place called a Bowlegged, Bowlegged Barbecue on mm. uh, one exit up from the church. So okay. if I want some barbecue, I kind of run over there. Yeah, Coops is small anyway. I mean, it's not like trying to go there. It's like a good four or five tables in that place. So you don't really want to mm. try to eat at Coops. Nah. You just get yeah, food and leave. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. No, so, yeah, I like Little Piggies. pretty good. I like this place called Dirty Bird. Um, they have wings. Oh, the wing stop, the wing place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. did a, yeah, I did a, a little meetup with some guys yesterday um, there. So that's our spot on Mondays. So okay. Beer and Bible, beer and Bible study. So it's a great thing. Praise God. Those are all white people you hanging out with, because you know we don't, <laughs> we don't tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good or well, the saints ain't just drinking beer and doing nothing. Um, yeah. Well, most of the saints. <laughs> At, or at least they won't tell you about it. That's that. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, that's our little spot. Beer and Bible study on Mondays. Nice. <laughs> Dirty I like bird. It. You gotta I like figure it. out what. Yeah, you gotta yeah figure out which one we're at. That's funny. Yeah, our, our Bible study's popping, man. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> steadily growing. That, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> you're getting all kinds of people. Come on in. The word is flowing, and so are these beers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you could get all the way lit <laughs> and the fire <laughs> will be in your belly. <laughs> right, exactly. That is funny. All right, man. So I appreciate you coming on the show. This has been awesome talking to you and catching up with you, man. And I thank you for sharing like a little peek into your churchy life and bringing these hilarious stories. It's been dope. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you, man. I love churchy life. It's doing amazing things. Touching the nation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let everybody know where if you want to give out your social media info, where they can find you, or if you want to tell them, you know, come by, visit you at the church, um, any of that stuff. Feel free to to talk about whatever you'd like. Oh yeah, come hang out with us, City Hope International Church, forty nine ninety nine Holly Drive, San Diego nine two one one three, and we're online at the city underscore online uh, on all your social media platforms. All right, cool. And we'll put all that stuff in the show notes so they can get right over to it. Again, man, I appreciate you. Damon, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you too, sir. Yeah, dude. All right, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks. All right, guys. Peace. For full episode information, show notes, and links to anything discussed on this episode, visit churchylife.com. For feedback and guest suggestions, email churchfunny at gmail.com. If you love what we're doing, Show your support with a positive rating and review on iTunes. Please don't forget to subscribe and share Churchy Life with your friends and family. 